Well, welcome everybody to another edition of Last Christian. My name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas, and it's chilly East Texas to Mr. Paxton. But joining me live there from New York City is my co-host, my brother in Christ, my good friend, Mr. David Paxton. How are things going up there in the Northeast, David? Oh, surprisingly, we're warmer than you are right now. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. And, you know, I, uh, you can have your weather back. Come get it. Okay. Yeah, you uh, know what? We haven't had, this is actually the first time in two years we've had snow. Oh, really? Isn't uh, that weird? Yeah. Uh, that That is, I, I thought you guys had it like every year. Uh, well, we usually get, you know, pretty good sun. I got pictures, you know, around here. Yeah, we're inundated with like two feet. But mm-hmm. for the last two years, we haven't had anything. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, here, uh, it snows about once every four years. I mean, that's what the standard is. And I think we had snow about three or four years ago. So, uh, might not have been that long. But anyway, there was snow falling. I guess you qualify microscopic looking snowflakes as snow. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but it, it looks really white. It looks like there was a lot of snow, but in, in actuality, it's ice. Purity, 100% ice. You know, so anyway, you can have your weather back. Come get it. And uh, okay, you know, you know it, what I always wanted to know too, though, is they say that um, you know every snowflake is different. Yeah, how do they know that? I just want to know who checked. Yeah, how do they know that? I, I I've heard that. I think I was in elementary school, maybe junior high, when somebody said, you know, every snowflake is different. And I was like, really? So how, how do you know that? that? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, I maybe there's one in Guru Funkistan that looks exactly the same. I know. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's real or not. But anyway, yeah, hmm. I, I heard the same thing. You know, like I said, years and years and years ago. I don't know if science has anything on that or not. Anyway, you know, it's all it's all a big guess. Anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, today is our usual uh, weekly comprehensive Bible study with Mr. David Paxton, a Bible prophecy teacher and scholar, and I'm going to let him continue uh, with uh, talking to us today about Genesis. But before I do that, David, I'm, just one thing I've got to get out of my out of the way here. This really bothered me, um, and it is news, and it is real. Okay, this is coming out of the United States Supreme Court, and Mm -hmm. um, I have been very happy over the past couple of years uh, that, hey, we've got a conservative court. You know, maybe we can actually get something done. Maybe we can change some things. Sure. Okay, well, (laughs) they disappointed me again, and they proved something, and I told you I was going to do this. So uh, Mm -hmm. every member of the United States Supreme Court, look at me right now. You. Uh are cowards every single one of you there is not a conservative justice in the united states supreme court you're all a fraud you're all 100 percent cowards and someday you're going to answer to a power that is greater than you i guarantee it and i promise you this he's not going to be happy with your cowardly behavior cowards here's what you're cowardly about The United States Supreme Court on Monday rejected an Indiana public school district's request to defend a policy that restricted bathroom access for sex. And they are upset by the fact that a mother of a daughter, believe it or not, the daughter was refused entrance into the boy's bathroom. So the mother sued and won in the socialist courts. And it went to the United States Supreme Court, and they didn't rule on it. They just decided, we're not going to hear it. Hmm. Now, that, in my opinion, is a cowardly act that they will pay for. 
Okay. And yeah. I, by the way, I'm reporting that. Watch this. I'm reporting that as a member of the United States Press Association, YouTube, press, okay, press, deal with it. It's a fact. All right. Sorry, David. Anyway, I'm not going to take away any more time from you, sir, but instead I'm going to shut up and I'm going to learn something and I'm going to let you go. All right. Uh, and well, anyway. I got my authority to say right here in the Bible, that's my authority. I have yes. a contract with the, the creator it says here say this so i'm gonna say that <laughs> yeah there you go all right well here you yeah. go david it's all yours take off yeah cool 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 all right so let's just do a little rehash here genesis 1 1 uh in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was out was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the waters and god said let there be light and there was light God saw the light that it was good and he divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day so it was actually day one he said evening and morning was day one but we'll get into that one too so we've been talking about uh, some foundations here and when you're talking about the word you really got to build that foundation so all the time, you know, you're on social media, you're you're in conferences and, and different things. And you always get the people that they'll still say the same silly things like, oh, that's a book of fairy tales. You know, um, they try and dismiss it when honestly, everybody knows in their spirit the word of God, because that says that in Romans, he says, by everything that was made, you know, there's a God, you know, you failed, you know that you need a redeemer it's it's actually in your spirit so people who you know go against that you know what you're lying to yourself it's as simple as that even before even when i was mad at god and i was a young kid i was mad at god i was you know my uh living in a, a broken home with some alcoholics and i was mad at god and i said well i don't believe in god because he never would have put me here but you know it's just like a little kid like i don't believe in my mom and dad well, right. you have a mom and dad. You're just mad at them. <laughs> right. So let's kind of work through that a little bit. I want to give people comfort. I know we have, uh, you know, how many millions of visitors, of viewers? So. Uh, well, viewers, viewers, I, I, I don't know. Um, you, well, uh, listeners. But yeah. listeners, over uh, around 2 million listeners. When you, count okay. in every, when you count in every platform that we go to and every radio station, we're, we are heard, David, in, uh, by radio. Okay, I'm not, I'm not even including YouTube or Rumble or any of the video stuff. Okay, but um, in radio stations, in platforms, all that, we are broadcast in all 50 of the United States. And I know that's probably, you know, some of you guys may not even know that we had 50 states. But anyway. We're broadcasting mm -hmm. all 50 states, and we are also internationally broadcast to more than 160 countries around the world with shortwave radio being transmitted from South Korea into North Korea and giving little Kim no chance to intercept it. So I think we're doing pretty good. Rocket man. Yeah, go ahead. Rocket man. Um, okay, so... There's got to be at least two or three out of that that are really looking for some truth and want to be convinced. So I'm doing my best to 
convince you if you would because the bible says come let us reason together and see that he is good so we're going to reason together now there's a bunch of skeptical theories because the devil does not want you to know this he doesn't want you to know the truth because he comes to steal kill and destroy and if he can keep you away from the word then he's basically won his little argument so one of those is the the historicity of the the, what we call the patriarchal accounts in other words here's the whole history right down from adam all the way up through abraham all the way up through king david all the way up to jesus and then here we are in today so that history is written down right but in the last 150 maybe 70 years now evolution has kind of dominated the school system and they wanted to get that in there for a reason because now they're going to say millions of years and this way if you are brainwashed into thinking there's millions of years then you laugh at the fact that oh this that must be a just you know a story about the actual men that's that lived and going all the way back to adam but the bottom line is if you're making up stories you don't give exact dates you don't give him, hey, he was this old, and then this happened, and then right. this old, and then this happened. Right. Okay? So, and in addition to that, all of their names spell out the actual history of the earth. So, okay, how did that what happen? What did you just say? Yep. Repeat that. So, One more time. Tell me tell me that, because I'm, I'm going to so call you. from Adam, man was appointed, like, man, Seth. You know, Seth means he was. Uh, I was appointed another man by God. So uh, man was appointed mortal, um, sorrow, but his death will bring rest. Mm -hmm. That goes all the way up through Noah. Okay. So, okay. yeah, and Methuselah means his death will bring, and Noah is rest. Mm -hmm. So Methuselah means when he dies, that's it. The judgment is coming, but then Noah means rest. Okay. So I got you. I got you. When okay. you. It actually spells out a whole sentence, which I just don't happen to have in front of me. I just kind of boop. But <laughs> you didn't know my question was coming. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get. It. I have it. Just not. I don't have it ready up and running you. now. I got you. Um, but the words spell out the sentence. It's really wild. So the historicity of it, they've been able to actually prove it. Okay, so the denial of uh, Moses day, they're like, oh, Moses didn't even have writing back then. So he must have just told the story and then someone wrote it down later. Well, now they're finding all sorts of uh, archaeological evidences of writings back in the day and well, much that, smarter writings. That happens every time. Every time somebody every tries time. to say this isn't in the Bible. Well, God says, OK, science, time to uncover it. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Happens every time. So they they claim oh Moses couldn't have written it. They claim uh, a lot of different things. Uh, you know he just he wasn't smart enough. It's like come on, they were a lot smarter back then than we are um, today. They just re really were. I mean, we were smarter twenty years ago <laughs> than they are I today. I agree with that hundred percent. The further we good. get away from creation, the dumber we get. That's the how it mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. And then it was. Um, you know, does oh Jesus didn't really rise from the dead? That was just you know, it's a it's a nice story, and he was just a nice guy. But it's just it's a fantasy, and they give these fairy tales again. But I would encourage people to get 
a book called the the evidence that demands a verdict because it was a lawyer and he set out to do exactly that he was going to disprove the bible he was going to say i'll show you uh well it turns out that all the history from those days have that i mean even in china during the crucifixion they were like everything turned dark <laughs> right yeah yeah well also now you they, mentioned they recorded the book. this giant earthquake and how the, the earth was turned black and there was a giant earthquake on the other side of the planet you mentioned a book okay um evidence that demands a verdict yeah okay there's another one did you know that more yes, evidence more evidence oh. Additional <laughs> yeah, it, it's a, it's the same guy. It's the same author, and he didn't give his book a brand new name. He just said more evidence, you know. And that's mm -hmm. that, that's pretty cool. I, I just had to throw that in there. Yes, uh, additional. There you go. <laughs> That'll be the next one. Additional more evidence, and and yet even more evidence. The, you know what's funny is most people, and like let's say here in the United States there is actually more evidence just of the fact that jesus rose from the dead than that anybody here in america was even born wow okay. isn't that wild and yeah. you can sit yeah it's like prove to me who you are well i got this birth certificate okay <laughs> okay yeah. well, there's document after document of document uh -huh. yeah. and tons of evidence and tons of of reproof and and all sorts of things. Matter of fact, the Romans, in their zeal to cover up the resurrection, because it, they didn't want him, they didn't want him to steal the body. So they had guards all night long. No, don't let him steal the body. Don't let him steal. And the fact that they made up a story to tell why the body was taken away proves that the body wasn't there. Because well, okay, had I, you know, you, do it. you brought up something that. I think it, it, this needs to be highlighted, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that is that, you know, if you take yourself back to those days, those, those days, Roman days, when Jesus was crucified and the mm -hmm. order was given to those soldiers, don't let anything happen to this because if, if something happens here, we're going to have problems. Yep. And then they the body, and then the body went away. Okay. And they came to him and they said, what happened? I mean, do you really think that these Roman soldiers are going to put their life on the line to go against that when they just saw the guy mm -hmm. was crucified? Crucified, okay? You think that's not going to happen to them if they don't do what Rome tells them to do? Mm -hmm. Instead, Rome well, paid them pretty good and told them to get the heck out of town, right? Yeah. How much did they, did they pay them? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Shut up. All right, go ahead. Well, shut up about what? About yeah. the fact that I, the I had body to throw wasn't that in there because, you know, that what they're doing is all fake. Okay. They, oh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm hey, not, the, I could take well, it a lot of time. I'm not going to. Go ahead. The Bible, that's what it does. It, it just, it really just confirms itself. All right. So that's for archaeological discoveries, the documentaries, and just the analysis. Now, here in the last hundred years with quantum physics, uh, Max Planck, we talk about that a lot. We, we talk with Einstein. So there's a lot of stuff that just proves what the Bible said that many years ago. And the fact that uh, how many? There was like 66 books in our current canon, right? 
Right. And it had 40 different authors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Least, so you got right. that. Mm-hmm. And it was written over 2,000 years. <laughs> and you know, never over a 2,000 year period. Without a single error. There's no errors. And it's all one cohesive message. Right. Okay. You can't like take bits and pieces out because it's all one message. Well, how does that happen? All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just got these random guys and put them all together, and they're all saying the exact same thing. You know, 40 people from different cultures in different times over 2,000 years saying the same thing. Never happened. <laughs> That's an impossibility that, that can only be pulled off by God himself. Just post something on Facebook, and you'll find how many different yeah. opinions there are. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that's just crazy. That in itself is documentary evidence that this had to come spirit breathed from someone outside of our time space dimension, which would be eternity, which would be an eternal God. Right. That's that's just the way it goes. So with the prophecy, so he wrote history in advance. So he he wrote all these things. The entire Old Testament points to Jesus. Right. Okay. Right. Like, I think there was 333 specific prophecies about who he was, when he was coming, when he was going to be crucified, what he was going to do, on and on and on and on. The odds are astronomical. You you need for every every atom in the universe, you need to match that with another atom of the universe. <laughs> So imagine how many atoms are in the universe, and then every atom in the universe has that many atoms in it again. That those are literally the odds of of Jesus actually fulfilling those prophecies. And I mean, the hardest one is hey, you know, choosing where you're going to be born. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) try that exactly. Yeah, Yeah. the exact place, right? And by the way, it said doesn't it say nothing good ever came out of Bethlehem or something like that? Yeah, well, that's what they were saying. Yeah, they're like, how can that be? Yeah, at, at the he, time is what I meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we see the the odds are just off the charts. And here's the deal: there are eight times as many prophecies about his second coming. Oh, wow. So you may want to pay attention. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So he is coming back. The Bible says so, and that is what we saw in the very first word. The son of God is destroyed by the work of his own hands on a cross. So that was prophesied how many years ahead of time. So you'll start to see in all the letters and numbers, the the word picture that is built in the multi layers that are in there. So that's pretty cool too. Now you really, you really got to ask yourself how, how is that possible? Okay. So there, by nature, there has to be a creator. There just has to be. Right. Now the question becomes, who is he? All right. For even if you would say, hey, like, oh, the universe just exploded out of nothing. So once upon a time, there was nothing and it exploded. And now we have everything. <laughs> yeah. But then then they laugh at you because you say, no, no, there was an intelligence who created it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, ha, ha, you're Sky right, Fairy. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you really that stupid? Honestly, are you really that stupid? <laughs> well, they, uh, they're in denial is all it is. I, I've said this several times. Everybody really believes in God. They just don't want to admit it. And I'm, I'll stand behind that till the day I 
you know, and either that, am raptured or dead. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that is actually a religious belief because that takes more faith to believe it just popped out of nowhere and created all this intelligence as opposed to someone intelligent designed it. Right. Oh, that makes just much more sense. That's right. a, that's kind of the, the little kid version. Hey, oh, yeah, someone smart must have made this. You know, <laughs> yeah. you see your name written in the sand on the beach. You're like, oh, someone wrote that. As right. opposed to, oh, no, it's, uh, you know, an infinite random chances. And <laughs> no, you know, someone wrote it. Right. And the, um, the Old Testament, basically, it, there are two parts. It's the same word, but it's two parts. So the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed. He concealed it and, and he hid it away because Proverbs 25, 2 says, um, you know, it's the glory of God to conceal a man. Here we go. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Proverbs 25, 2. And that's what we're doing in these studies, searching out this matter. Okay. Now, the New Testament reveals what was written in the Old Testament. So, it's not really a separation. It's just a, a two-part thing. Um, so you really just got to say, okay, which part am I in now? Now, in the Old Testament here, we, we're going to see the account of a nation because that nation. And if you really read, you know, the book of Jubilees just lays it out like in, in mega doses of what Israel was designed to, to be there for and how... The, I tell you, you read the stories in Genesis and you get like little pictures of it, Oh, mm -hmm. you know, with Joseph. And then you get a little picture of Noah and you know, a little picture of the giants. We got like, I think, two verses on the giants. You know, sons of yeah. God, daughters, daughters of men, mm -hmm. they were fair. And then he had to destroy the earth. Well, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> well, uh, well, that was written in another book. And Genesis was to say, okay, this is a crux of it. Now he's pointing you to other works which spell it all out. You got the book of Enoch. You got the book of, of Jubilees. You got uh, some other uh, ancient writings that we're just trying to figure out if they're legit or not. Um, but that's where he said, go look. Is it not written in this book? Is it not written in that book? Right. It's an admonition to go get more information on that. Not that it's canon, let's per se. Right. Uh, but it's where you're going to find all that information. Yeah. And that's of the nation. And then the nation gives birth to the man. All right. So the Old Testament is saying, okay, out of this nation, we're going to have, uh, is going to bring forth the Messiah. The New Testament is that of the Messiah. Then he had to become a man because of the, the sin that we had. The creator became a man. And by contract law, if the wages of sin is death, and contract law states that it has to be of like kinds. That's the first maxim of the contract law, that you, you can't be uh, drunk, you can't be stupid, and you you have to be of like kinds. Uh, and most people don't realize this, that you can't be a legal fiction and a real person and make a contract together. So that's a, a whole other story. But okay. that is saying that Jesus had to become a man to fulfill the contract that man screwed up, the wages of sin is death, right. and he had to die on his behalf. Right. So that's what the New Testament is all about. He died to purchase us, and you know now we're alive. And spoiler and, alert: Jesus never pray, never preached one sermon from the New Testament. Nope, not one. 
No, most people don't realize that. Yeah. The mystery was revealed with Paul. <laughs> right. Okay. While Jesus was alive, that's a really good point. Let's talk about that now since the Holy Spirit brought it up. So when Jesus talks, you know, he's literally talking to the Jews at that point. And he, it wasn't until the Jews rejected him that he says, okay, next plan comes into phase. Right. Because we remember the chicken thing. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I would have gathered you like a hen gathers her chickens. Mm -hmm. um, but you would not. Now you're going to be blind. Now you're going to be put aside for a while until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that is for the purpose of bringing in the Gentiles, the Amen. goyim. Amen. Thank God for that, too. Because that, yeah. that to us. So, so thank thank yep. the good Lord for that. David, I'm going to break in on you because we yep. are down under three minutes. And what okay. I want to do uh, real quick here is, number one, I want to point people to your website. Okay, I'm going to put it up on screen here. That's thehiddenday.com. That's all together, thehiddenday.com. You can find out a lot more about David there. And, uh, David, we're down to 2.30. I want you to go ahead and, and uh, talk about that side a little bit and also the Prophecy Conference. Bring that up, too. Yeah, so let's start with that. The um, Mike Kerr, you've seen him on the show uh, just a couple weeks ago. Right. And um, it turns out, you know, after the show, he had to go have a triple bypass. Yeah. And that uh, was like, whoa, what happened out of nowhere? So we were praying for him. We, we lifted up the contract and said, hey, the wages of sin is death. But Jesus paid that already. So we asked for the verdict of healing and health. Amen. And, um, you know, they they healed him up and they, they gave him the triple bypass. They sent him home. He's doing well now. And now he's got actually more energy now. And he's looking forward to expanding on a conference. But if you could go to hearthewatchmen.com and help support them because this was obviously a big blow hear the watchmen.com and at least if you cannot get there we'd love to have you come we'll meet you there uh you know what maybe we'll interview you for the radio show too yeah, there huh? you go yeah because we so, are, I, i'm gonna be there i'm um i was invited to um to go to the conference and then uh you know just watch it basically and what i said was hey let me interview some folks and uh, Mike agreed to it, and I'm, I'm going to be really happy to do that. It's April 5th through the 8th. That's in Dallas, Texas, and we do invite everybody to come on down there. And uh, like uh, David was saying, you know, if you uh, if you can't make it, uh, you'll you'll be able to get it uh, streamed. Yep. You know, at so, least get a live stream. For, yeah. If nothing else, just to help them out after this blow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, you really will. The speakers are going to be amazing. So. And you, then you could just keep watching it over and over and over, and you're going to need to, by the way. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, especially me, David, because I'm, um, like I said, I'm going to be there, but most of the time the people are going to be in the conference talking, and I'm going to be interviewing somebody that's either about to go on or just came off. So I'm uh, I'm going to have to uh, look at it after the fact, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and maybe I can watch it in a hotel room at night or something. I don't know. I don't even know what times are what what, what times are going on. Uh, even better, we'll, we'll set up some times we can meet with the speakers after the after everything's over. Grab some coffee late night. Who knows? Uh, Let's try. All right. It. Well, we're at the end of the first half. Hang in there with us. We'll be back right after the break with the second half of last. From Christian. Feature Story News in the UK, I'm John Beaver. Pakistan has carried out what it's described as targeted military strikes in Iran. 
The retaliatory operation comes days after Iran targeted militants on Pakistani soil. Islamabad says a number of terrorists were killed in Thursday's strike, while Tehran alleges at least nine non-Iranian nationals died. Despite the actions, the Turkish foreign minister, who's spoken to both sides, says neither wants an escalation in hostilities. Hira Mustafa reports from Islamabad. In response to Iranian airstrikes in Balochistan, Pakistan executed what it called the Marakbar Saramjar military operation, which loosely translates to death to the guerrilla fighter. The strikes reportedly targeted terrorists in Iran's Sistan Balochistan province. Pakistan's caretaker Prime Minister is reportedly cutting short his Davis visit to return home. Iranian state media claims Tehran has demanded an immediate explanation from Pakistan. Hera Mustafa, Islamabad. The UK's controversial Rwanda immigration scheme now faces a battle in Parliament's upper chamber. The plan passed a key vote of MPs on Wednesday. It would see some asylum seekers sent to Rwanda in a bid to act as a deterrent against illegal immigration. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak says he wants to end the legal merry-go-round and start the flights as soon as possible. But the opposition Labour Party says it's unworkable and has already cost hundreds of millions of dollars. Former Justice Secretary Sir Robert Buckland says the legislation still faces challenges. You don't need to be clairvoyant to understand that the Lords will probably, should we say, revise it uh, rather markedly. And another crunch point will come at the ping-pong session when the Commons will consider Lords' amendments. There will be some interesting choices then to be made. A US newspaper says Chinese scientists knew vital information about the COVID-19 virus just before the start of 2020, two weeks before revealing it to the world. The Wall Street Journal says it's seen documents compiled by US congressional researchers that make the claim. Here's Andrew Wood in Hong Kong. The report raises questions about what Beijing knew in the early days of the pandemic and whether it could have done more to quash the spread of the virus at home and globally. The newspaper says a Chinese researcher uploaded a nearly complete sequence of the virus to a database run by the US government on the 28th of December. At that time, the Chinese authorities were describing the COVID outbreak as a pneumonia caused by an unknown virus, and the market in Wuhan at its centre was still open. The American database deleted the virus sequence in accordance with its protocols, as it could not contact the researcher. China officially shared the COVID sequence on January the 11th with the World Health Organization. Andrew Wood, Hong Kong. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Hey folks, we are back. So just as a reiteration, reiteration just go to hearthewatchmen.com. Uh, I will meet you down there. I'm one of the speakers there and you'll meet a whole bunch of others uh, and bring several notebooks. You're yeah, going to need them down there. Yeah, and invite well, your friends, too. Invite your friends. Yeah, and come on down. And um, actually, if if you do get the live stream because you can't make it, invite your friends over to your house and just watch it all live together. Get you know, get some food. It's going to be a blast. Mm -hmm. um, so get down there. Get it done. All right, mm -hmm. so let's put back into Genesis. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So... Basically, the Torah, as we see, is law, but it doesn't really mean law, it means instruction. So mm -hmm. Genesis 1-1 is beginning of the instruction of what to do. And so law sounds a bit harsh to people, but basically God is saying, hey, this is, this is the instructions. So Genesis is the book of beginnings, right? This is everything right up to um, Abraham. 
So Exodus is the birth of a nation. Well, how did all this start? You know, um, then the oh, what's what's up to Moses? The um, the law of the nations in Leviticus. So it lays out, hey, these are all the rules for living in society. Numbers is the wanderings, the wilderness wanderings, and then Deuteronomy is basically a series of sermons of Moses telling about the law again and what they need to do. So. Well, that not is, not to not not to blow you away here, but I I got a question because mm-hmm. um, I know as people are beginning to get into what you're talking about, they're probably doing some research, or at least I hope they are, and mm-hmm. they're they're going to run across a couple of different things that uh, definitions need to need to happen with, and that's Torah, right. Torah, and mm-hmm. Tanakh. Can you uh, kind of put that together? What's what's in the what's yeah. in the, the Torah, uh, you know, is that included in Tanakh, Tanakh, Torah, all that kind of good stuff? You, I think yeah, you know what fact, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah the T in Tanakh is actually um, Torah. And then okay. the, there's an N. The, the vowel, there's no vowels in the Hebrew, so it's T-N-K. Basically, it's, it's the law and the prophets and the writings. Okay. Okay. That's really what Tanakh means. So for us, that would be like the Old Testament. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Go ahead. Okay. Real simple. So Torah is the first five books. Many people think that Jubilees was actually included in the, in that and make mm-hmm. it like six books. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we have is the what in Greek calls a Pentateuch, which means the five books. And then Jubilees is like an ancillary, ancillary <laughs> extra book that will give you more information. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, so here we are in week one. So you have a lot of things. People say, oh, the days must have been long periods of time because they see, oh, the stars are really far away. So if it started real close and was out there, then they must have traveled that far. Well, we've already talked before about the speed of light. But in day two is where he stretched out the heavens. So you have that possibility. Well, he just stretched it and he's got he's, he's eternal and infinite. So for him... And you know, 16 stuff. billion light years yeah. is nothing. Okay. It's, it's, it's easy, easy squeezy. Mm-hmm. He gets a whoop and then he stretched it out. That would, number one, give the appearance of the, the red shift that Hubble found. All right. You'll also have the fact that light is slowing down. You know, the speed of light is actually slowing down. And the speed of light is not, not really constant. We, people think it's, oh, it's constant, 186,000 miles per second. Bing, bing, bing. No. If you're moving, it changes. When it goes through water, it changes. It's at a different speed. Okay, so it depends on the medium. In the vacuum of space, it's 186,000 miles per second. When it goes through air, it's a little bit different. When it goes through water, it's different. If it's moving, it's different. Gravity affects the speed of light, you know, because it's E equals MC squared. E energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. So if you change any of those in there, it changes the value of C. Okay. So it's a, a constant in the fact that we use it as a base, but in reality, it's not constant and it is slowing down. And that's due to the second law of thermodynamics, which is called entropy. Short story is everything is corrupted and falling apart 
That's what entropy is. Literally, everything works towards the destruction of itself. Mm -hmm. Well, that would include the speed of light. It's slowing down as well. The temperature is cooling off for the universe. Okay. I don't know where to get this global warming stuff from. But everything in the universe is equalizing. If we let it sit, there will be a point where the entire universe is just one even temperature. And it'll be really cold because most of it is just cold space with a few spots of, of hot things. Mm -hmm. So it would just be an even cold place, right. which tells us it's not that old. Because if it were that old, then it would be equal all across. Just like when you leave uh, hot water out on a counter, it becomes room temperature. If you leave ice on the counter, it comes up to room temperature. Everything balances out. Right. So um that's that's what happens with that so they say when the lights were stretched oh it must be 16 billion years old well you got a couple problems with that number one the light speed that we just talked about number two god is can stretch it out he says he stretched out the heavens number three it says 24 hour days basically the evening in the morning and it says yom and that when it's used with specific numbers always means one day a 24 hour period as opposed to if i was talking to you and say hey remember back in the day uh we did this and that that's like a, a euphemism and a, an expression but if i said hey listen i will be there in three days you know it's going to be three days not oh three time periods of when we were young right. so every single time it's used with a number it's actually one 24 hour day and these are all this was the first day it's actually day one then the second day and then the third day and then in this day and then it was evening and morning which actually were chaos to order ever and boker and they came to mean evening and morning over time but it was really hey there was chaos and then he ordered it so you see um you know there was darkness and order came from light okay then there was the the sea and then the land came and then there was nothing and then he made animals so there was chaos and he made animals because that's order so everything had an order out of it then there was nothing and he made plants so everything went from chaos to order and then you have the not only the language that's there but you have the plants being made on day three correct right right well, so no, David, you David bef um, before you go on, there's one thing, and I, I don't know, maybe we do need to talk about this, maybe we don't, and I'll leave it up to you to decide, okay? But mm -hmm. uh, calendars, is it mm -hmm. true that the Jews have a different calendar than the rest of us? The Jews have, uh, today, what we what we call the, the Hebrew or Jewish calendar is actually mm -hmm. a Babylonian um, construct. Okay. And... Yeah, it's not the original one, and Machmanides uh, changed it because he he didn't like the fact that Daniel pointed to the exact day that Jesus died. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, so okay, like, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. okay. So he's right. like, no, no, no. We we must have missed something. Uh huh. Okay. Well, so I'm, he's I'm like, sorry oh, no, for I, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. sorry for jumping in on on that, but that that came to my mind for whatever reason, and maybe somebody mm -hmm. needed to hear it. I don't know, but anyway, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll turn it back well, over to you. It's interesting because it's off and it's it's off on purpose. He actually tried to do it, I think, uh, a couple of times. He tried to put it in and people said, you're crazy. Stop it. But 
you know, like like a libtard here, they're going to keep saying the same thing and keep pushing it, and then eventually, <laughs> you know, you got girls going into boys' bathrooms. Tell the biggest lie so, as often as you can, and eventually people will believe it. That's the propaganda. Kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Kind of what happened with the current Hebrew calendar, where the original ones. Um, let, let's get into that real quick too, because there we've heard of the Essenes. Okay, now the Essenes, even some of them kind of broke off and got a little weird, but the original Essenes where John the Baptist was, and most likely John the Apostle, and a handful of the disciples came from the Essenes. That was a different sect, okay? Oh, okay. Just like there was the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, there was also the Essenes. The Essenes yeah. were Zadok priests, gotcha. okay? Uh, Zed or Zedek, you know, Melech Zedek, the king of righteousness. They were the righteous ones, they called themselves. And they were of the day. They were of the light, and they called themselves that. They were known, if you read Josephus, to um, to be 100% accurate in their prophecies. Not because they made them, but because they read the word. Okay? Right, and right. then they followed it up with the writings of the forefathers. They knew exactly when Jesus was coming. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Mm -hmm. They pinpointed the exact day he would be crucified. That's why you don't see the Essenes around after that, because they were the ones that became the Christians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were okay. like, all the Jews? Well, for the most part. There's some Pharisees and, and other people. <laughs> yeah. okay. But for the most part, the Jews that became Christians were the Essenes, because okay. they were looking for the Messiah. Right. And the Pharisees were just, you know, religious freaks and the political freaks and they just wanted to do what they wanted to do that's yeah. why jesus you know reprimanded them all the time yeah. and you you could see that in in the writings of josephus and get even get the the story of the people when they raised from the dead afterwards a lot of cool stuff in there so when we see the essenes they had the correct calendar as far as before joshua's day so it goes back to then. There was originally a 360-day calendar, and then um, it was kind of messed up with the flood a little bit. Right. And then we wound up with three, like 64. Mm -hmm. And then in Joshua's day, it got messed up because remember Joshua and he's the, the sun stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what do you want? What, what do you want me to do? Make it go forward or make it go backward? Well, yeah. you, you know, well, we, yep. there was what do you want? Well, <laughs> yeah. It's easy to go. Yeah, exactly. Easy to go forward. Go backwards. Yeah, there you go. But, that happened because there was some kind of planetary mix-up. People think it might have been Mars going by, which kind of halted the orbit. Because if you look at the orbits, there's like this, and then, but they're not they're not even. They kind of right. go like oblong, but then uh, Mars is like a different oblong. Yeah. So every once in a while, they come close to each other. And I'm looking into now as whether that orbit was what caused Joshua's long day. It kind of messed up the orbit of the Earth. And that was in about 700 B.C. And you will see every single calendar in every civilization at 700 B.C. got messed up. Every one Because every single civilization, they're like, wait, how come we have more days now? They went from the, the 364 to 365 and a quarter. And all of a sudden, their calendars are getting way off. Wow. And they couldn't figure it out. So the Romans added, uh, um, or I forgot what they did. But we, <laughs> right now, we add one day every four years. The Jews add one month in, mm -hmm. in seven out of 19 years. Oh, okay. And then 
the Athenes said, we're going to keep it on the Sabbath cycle. So they added one week. Whenever it got off more than three days, they just added a week. Okay. Now, the Which only reason, up. by the way, the only reason I knew anything about this Jewish calendar thing is because there mm -hmm. was one time, I don't even remember why, but I was at a synagogue, okay, mm -hmm. uh, and walking around outside. I was waiting for somebody, I think. And anyway, mm -hmm. I was walking around outside, and somebody walked by me, and they said, Happy New Year. And I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure I looked at them like they must have been from the moon or something because it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't January 1st. <laughs> so anyway, that's the only reason that I brought that up. I, I just thought I'd throw that in there as a bonus. Yeah, for you. Yeah, the, okay. the original New Year was like in April and then they rechanged it to the, the political one was, you know, the new year, the head of the year. Rosh Hashanah means head of the year. Um, so they they changed it for different reasons but the messiah is going to come back at the beginning of the year so the current jews are actually babylonian they inherited all the babylonian stuff and they go on a moon cycle so that's why the essenes called them the children of darkness because they had a babylonian pagan calendar oh, okay and okay. then they changed the years on it and that's still what they're using today so it's not even really a hebrew calendar yeah if you really want a Hebrew calendar, you got to go to get the Essenes. You can actually find it. Ken Johnson does a million times better than I can ever do. Uh, DSScalendar.org. That stands for the Dead Sea Scrolls. DSScalendar.org. Okay. And you can actually correlate today's you know, um, calendar with the Essene calendar and line it all up. And when you start to read the New Testament in light of that calendar, you can understand why they said in three days we went here. And then on the fourth day, we went there. It's literally talking about the days of the week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. On this day and that day. So once you learn the calendar, you're like, oh, that's what they meant. And you can yeah. fit it. You can build an exact timeline of where Jesus was and when he was. You don't have to do a whole star chart thing and all that stuff. It's literally in their calendar. It's mm -hmm. just a way of reckoning it. Gotcha. And we are apparently um, 6,000, so we're 59.49 on the Essene calendar, which means next year is 25. Then, then we're 50 years away from the 6,000 years since Adam. Oh, okay. Okay. Which means there's 6,000 years of Earth history because one day is as a thousand years mm -hmm. and he's peter talking specifically about prophecy he says you're ignorant of the flood and the timing one day is just like a thousand years a thousand years is like one day mm -hmm. so just like there was six days of creation there'll be six thousand years of earth history just like there was that one day for the sabbath there'll be the one thousand years of the reign of christ which will be a sabbath for the earth the earth will rest Mm -hmm. at that point because we'll have that righteous ruler and we're 50 years away from that does, so that, we're right does that in that, any way play into the rapture i mean 50, yeah. you're, you're saying 50 years does that mean i gotta wait 50 years for a rapture because i won't be here in 50 years it may okay. it, it may there but if you remember jesus was crucified in um in in 20 uh 30 like no not 20 uh, like 33, right? And then right. it wasn't until 75 that they literally ended the age. And remember like the relay race, the guys got to bring this. And then for a little while, they got to go together. Okay. So there is that overlapping of time. And that's what happened between the uh, birth of Christ, then his ministry and crucifixion up until the year 
75. Okay. So in 75 was the end, the literal cutoff of that age. Okay. So in 2075, that's 2000 years. That'll be the literal cutoff day. And then we move into the millennium. However, this next 50 years, because remember 50 years before that is 2050. What happened between 2033 and 2050 and all those different things? It was that pass off period. It's like the changing of the guard, if you would. They're there okay. simultaneously for a while. So we're moving right into that time. So it can be imminent. It can be today. Yeah. Well, that's okay. the point that I wanted to get across here. I don't want anybody to think that, you know, the rapture can't happen today. I, I don't mm -hmm. want anybody to, to, to kid themselves that they better be ready. They better make a decision to accept Jesus Christ because the rapture can happen at any time. It could happen before I finish my sentence. So, you know, yep. you better you, you better be ready. That's That was yep. the only yep. point I wanted to make, David. And the, the correlation to that in Matthew 25, 57, that when Jesus rose from the grave, guess who else rose from the grave? The, the account that well, says a men bunch of rose. dead people walking around. I know that. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how, how long was that before the end of the age in 75? That mm -hmm. was from 33 to 75. They rose from the dead and they were first fruits. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. They, okay. they walked around Jerusalem. Look it up yourself. It said they came out of the grave and walked around Jerusalem. Right. And Josephus even has interviews with people who said, I can't believe it. My uncle came back. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and they're over here. And he, he tells one story of two, uh, two priests that came back and they're telling the story of, oh, how marvelous it is. And, and that, that, well, so anyway, that's what helped grow the church in the beginning. People don't realize that. Yeah. Well, they're like, oh, well, look, Anne Ethel came back and she well, looks that would do 45 it. again. I can understand why yeah. people would get excited about they're something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, hey, Rome, kill me. Look what I get. <laughs> what do I care? I got a 25 year old body again. You know, I glow in the dark. I walk through walls. It's great. <laughs> there you go. So that's what grew the church. And that was more than 50 years before the end of the age. So I'm of, in that camp where, yeah, we literally are approaching that where we like literally. I know uh, many people over the last thousand years are actually be looking for the rapture, but I don't even think that time period was ready yet. Yeah. But he doesn't tell them that because then they won't be looking. Right. So we should be looking in either case well now that comes a uh, bible story real quick that fantasy book that they want to call it you know uh, <laughs> yeah that that what what you just what what you were just talking about there that that comes directly from directly from the bible when you really think about it so yep. oh all right I'm, I'm sorry i interrupted you again go ahead <laughs> so we talk about um the the days the plants were made on day three and the sun and the moon and the stars were made on day four. So if you have whatever, uh, a million year, you know, era, plants are not going to live for any length of time without the sun. Right. So right. it had to be the next day. They're not even going to live for 10 years. So because, oh, they were all 10 years. No, they're not going to live. The sun had to be there pretty much immediately. Okay. So... That is it. Plus, you know, the Bible clearly says in six days. Oh, you know, well, actually, I forgot where that was. In six oh, that's my days. fault. I'm sure I'm, yeah. I keep interrupting you, and you lose your train yeah, of thought. Really, that's what it was. Yeah. So <laughs> you, now you have to argue with 
God again when he's given the law. So anyone who's a Christian out there and say, oh, theistic evolution and blah, 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 stop it. Okay? Because Exodus 20, verse 11 says, For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Right. That's why Jesus blessed the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day, and he hallowed it. It's holy. Mm -hmm. It means he separated. It's separate. That's why the 6,000 years is separate from the 1,000-year reign. That's why the six days is separate from that day. Okay. And you'll, you'll notice there was no evening and morning on the seventh day either. Okay? Uh, okay, right. There, there wasn't because there was no taking from disorder to order. There was no ever and boker. So they, um, since there was no creation, he rested on that day. There's no evening and morning on that day because that's what it meant. Right. And then also in Exodus 31, 17, it is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and the seventh day he rested. So he says it twice. Right. Okay. So you gotta argue with God then if you're gonna you're gonna argue about the, the six literal days, because that's yeah, what he said. That wouldn't be a smart thing to do either. Okay. So and then we see the days where um day one, two, and three he created the um the for the box for it to live in. So he said light on day one and and then um, this this space and then land on day three. Okay. Then he made this the so light on day one, day four, he correlates that and makes his stars and the sun and the moon and light in there. And day two, he he's got the, the land and the water. So three days later, the correlation, day five, he makes the fish and the birds. And then the third day, he makes the land and the vegetation. On the sixth day, he makes all the animals and then finally crowns it with mankind at the end of the six days. Right. So he matches them up as well. And what I want to point out, too, I know we got a couple of seconds here, and I wanted to get into this more, but we'll get into it more next week. The in verse 2, it says, And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So I really wanted to do an in-depth study on the Holy Spirit. Okay? And we see him from the beginning. We see God the Father in the beginning. We see God the Son in the beginning. And now we see the Spirit in the beginning. All, All in Genesis. All in Genesis. Yeah. I want people and to really pay attention to that. All in Genesis. First book of the Bible. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. And we're in the first two verses. <laughs> You're right. So we we see all of them in here. So the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and then God said, so that and that word there is the um Elohim, which is the plural. Now what's cool about that is Elohim is a plural word, but all the adjectives around it are in singular form. Is now wild. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is asking you today. We don't have time to dig into this. We're we're out of time here. But the Holy Spirit is the one that reaches into your heart and he's he comes to comfort you and to teach you and to guide you. Right. And right now, when you feel the spirit of the Lord, that's him prompting you to say, Yes, I will take the payment that Jesus made for my sins. I will take that payment. So when I go to the Father, now I have this new contract that says I am sinless. 
and that will allow you into his presence. So I would admonish you right. to do that. So, J.D., you want to take that away? I sure do, because you you uh, you queued it up. Okay, just like there's a last play in every football game, there is that last Christian that will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior before the rapture of the church. David and I have already discussed this. The rapture could happen at any time, and you can avoid it by simply saying, Lord, I am a sinner. I ask for forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. I know that he was crucified. I know he died for me on the cross, that he spent three days in the tomb, and he rose on the third day just like he said he would. And now he has ascended to heaven. He is at the right hand of God, and he's waiting for God to say, go get your church, which is every Christian living and dead. They will all, me, David, and every Christian, meet him in the air. Then seven years of tribulation is going to hit. It's the worst time the world has ever seen, and nothing like it will ever be seen again. And you can avoid all of that by simply asking the Lord for forgiveness, telling him that you will follow him all the remaining days of your life. If you are that last Christian that we're looking for, then after you say in Jesus' name, the next face you see is Jesus Christ, and you'll be surrounded by David and myself and by every Christian living and dead. If you choose not to accept Jesus, you, you, you are condemning yourself to hell. You are, not God. He's got nothing to do with it. He doesn't want to see anyone perish. Right, David? Not one person. Mm -hmm. Okay? But you have got to make up your mind as to what you're going to do. Uh, David, we got a minute. I'm going to let you sum it up and, and, and sum oh, us okay. away. All right. So he says that, you know, that he is not willing that any should perish. Okay? And you may have heard this, but we got a lot of people that are listening that haven't heard this yet. Amen. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That means the one that was really close to his heart. Mm -hmm. The one that was just, just like him, begotten. Okay? That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. That's huge. Because now, instead of denying God and being separate from him, you can accept God and his payment for your sin and get into his arms and you could be with us for eternity, literally outside well, of this time ever and space. And ever and ever. And the same goes for those that choose hell. It lasts forever and ever and ever. Choose wisely. Yep. We can't it's all about force location. you. <laughs> we cannot force you. Okay? You've got to do this on your own. All we can do is tell you it's going to happen. And we will continue to do that in the next episode of The Last Christian, as long as he leaves us here. Good night. again for joining us today for the last christian radio show and be sure to tune in every tuesday thursday and saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net until the trumpet sounds <laughs>